minus one, minus two outside. And the devil doesn't want us to work the good works of the Lord tonight because he's trying to shut our computer down and stop our songs going out and all sorts of stuff. But hey, you know, in Christ we can do all things, yeah? So anyway, thank you for coming. It's wonderful to see you all. Please take a seat. Is that okay? Thank you. Hope you're all, all warm enough. We've got the heating on for you. So I'm going to preach a word tonight, if that's okay. Yeah. So wonderful to see you. So we're going to be starting in the, the book of Luke on 4, verse 1. Just checking my mic's okay, yeah. That's okay. Reverb's off, isn't it? Yeah, good. Thank you. Great. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna start if that's okay. Yeah. I wanna encourage you all and lift you all up tonight, as I tried to do. You know the when you hear things, the Holy Spirit prompts, doesn't he? You know, if you just pass it by, then you probably know it's not right. Not to right home about but you know when the holy spirit says hey you need to get this i i, I love this because i felt the holy spirit saying you need to get this so that's why i brought this message so i, I hope it encourages and um i'm doing my best but father i just ask you tonight to fill me with your holy spirit into the power to speak your word that can go out into the atmosphere and go into hearts and minds tonight, Lord. To give you all the glory, we want to lift your name on high and say thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy tonight. So we're back in Luke 4, and it says, Then Jesus, being filled by the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. And afterwards, when they had ended, he was hungry. I'm sure he was after 40 days. I think Pastor Lily has done 40 days, but I couldn't imagine four, four days lesser so anyway verse 13 now when the devil has ended every temptation he departed from him until an opportune time then jesus returned in power of the holy spirit to galilee and the news of him went out through all the surrounding region and he taught in the synagogues, being glorified by all. So there we go. So Jesus went into the wilderness with the Holy Spirit, and he came out with no more of the Holy Spirit than when he went in. But something happened. Something happened because it says he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Now, some of us arrived tonight in the Holy Spirit, but it's God's will that we leave here in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So tonight, I want to speak about that you are one step away from a miracle. One step away from a miracle. Now, we know Jesus had the greatest healing ministry the world has ever known, but it was not founded on miracles. His ministry was founded on one word, refusal. Refusal. We are so familiar with what Jesus did, but we need to get familiar with what he didn't do. It's his refusing to do business with the powers of evil that revealed the power of the Holy Spirit to move in his body so that miracles would be done when he came out of that wilderness. You get that so far? How's that sound? <laughs> the plot thickens. Thank you, Lord. There's an awesome power in refusing. Remember that Lucifer one day refused to stay in his place, and he attacked the throne room of God and caused all the chaos in the universe. And then God refused. He refused to put it with anything anything that he was doing any longer and he sent himself on earth to walk among us to teach us to give us life he gave his life for us and he gave his name he gave his blood for us now if chaos is a result of the devil refusing to stay in his place then Christianity is a direct result of God refusing to stand by and watch. So don't miss it. Don't miss out. The world around you won't see revival if you refuse to get involved. Yeah. So people came up to Jesus and they said, come on, let us make you a king. And Jesus refused. He said, no, cross. And you know where we get excited, we say, I'm in charge. I want this, I want that. And God says, no, cross. Get to the cross. Jesus Christ refused to use his own power to feed himself. The devil said, take these stones and make bread. He refused the devil. Come down from the cross and we'll believe. He refused to save himself. He saved us. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
Do you know Jesus met that first original streaker? The first naked man. The demon-possessed man. The, the Bible says he cast out the demons out of the man. And Jesus asked him, what's your name? And he answered, Legion, for we are many. It says, when he saw Jesus, he worshipped him. And he had between 2,000 and 12,000 demons in him. And he worshipped Jesus. And some Christians come to church and they just sit there with their arms folded. And they've got no demons in them. But what is he going to take to stir them up when the worship and the praise starts? And they just sit we need to know him put your eyes on Jesus and then there's no power that can stop us resist the devil and he will flee amen so Jesus sets this X madman free it gives him a right mind and he asked jesus let me come with you and jesus says no he refused him and said go home and testify of the great things that god has done for you and the demons asked jesus let us go into the pigs. And Jesus says, okay. So they went into the pigs. But the pigs didn't tolerate the demons, so they run down the hill into the lake and drown. It's funny how humans put it with demons, but pigs don't. So when we're praying to God for something in our life, and he doesn't answer. Maybe God's got a better idea and a better plan for us. Let's refuse to give up when we're going through that storm. Put our eyes on him. Because it's the avenue by which we reach a greater spiritual revelation. So when the possessed man saw Jesus, he cried out with a loud voice. What have I to do with you, Jesus? Son of the Most High God, I beg you, do not torment me. It's so funny how the devil didn't want to play anymore with Jesus. What changed? It was in the garden. Jesus said to the devil, when we were in the garden, and I was starving and tired and weak. I was in the flesh. You thought you could beat me. Jesus refused to do business with the devil. And he came out of the garden with power. So let us stop doing business with the devil. Resist the devil and he will flee. The devil came against the first man to walk on the earth 
with the full glory and power of God. And the devil cried, leave me alone. So funny. People come to church and then good men of God and women, they go and talk to them and they say, oh no, leave me alone. You know, that's the point where we should be casting the demons out of these people. Leave me alone. <laughs> we need to refuse all that the devil is throwing at us. We need to get on our knees and cry, Lord, I refuse to let the devil do business with me. He's not going to take my children. He's not going to take my family. And he's not going to come kill, steal, and destroy Devil, I refuse you to let your demons damage this church. I position, position myself before the throne of grace and say, no, I refuse to get drawn in to the wicked, wild ways of the evil one. I refuse, no. When we get the power of the Holy Spirit, Demons will cry and beg us not to send them into the abyss. When we hear about successful business people like bankers and entrepreneurs, they will tell you in one sentence how they were successful. They refused to give up. They may have got the impossibility syndrome hit a brick wall. But what, the, what got them through the wall and through the storm, they refused to give up. Now Moses, he turned down the throne of Egypt to become the Messiah to Israel. It's recorded in Hebrews that Moses refused to give up. His stick never became a miracle stick until he refused Israel. Now, Daniel refused to give up also. He refused to stop praying. He didn't close the window. He refused to stop praying after the king published a decree. So they threw Daniel into the lion's den. But he refused to give up on his God. And the next day, they took him out of the den and not a mark on him. Daniel said to the king, my God sent his angels to shut the lion's mouth. Now that was an impossible situation, but he refused to give up. So when I was at the point in my life when I couldn't beat the devil and I was lost and broken and I put it with all that the devil was throwing at me, Jesus refused to give up on me. He refused to leave me in that place. He lifted me up. He set me free and gave me a cloak of righteousness. Amen. So Jesus, on the cross, 
dying, suffering, he's in pain, he's being beaten, he's being whipped. There was no skin on his back, the nails driven through his hands and feet, and he's all alone. Then the guards tried to give Jesus an opiate, a drug, something to numb the pain. And the majesty of our King Jesus in his last hour on this earth refused to take this intoxicant to relieve his suffering. Do you know why? Because his job wasn't finished. There was one last thing to do. There was a sinner, a desperate man at his side, needed to be saved. He needed salvation. And if the man's cry fell on the ears of the drunk, intoxicated saviour, the man might slip into hell. This man refused to deny Christ and he got his place in heaven because Jesus refused to give up and he refuses to give up on us. So in our last days, let's not get intoxicated by this world and all that it is tempting us with. Refuse, just refuse. For we are one step away from our miracles. Amen. I just want to play you a nice song, if that's all right. Just, just soak in it. And then we'll go through some prayer points, if that's okay. <clears throat> 